In this episode, we get to speak with the co-founders of Rad Summit, Chris Alvarez and Jeff Rodansky. All about the Rad Summit and traversing the unknown. Welcome to Thunder Nerds. I'm Brian Hinton. And I'm Frederick Philip Von Weiss. And thank you for consuming the Thunder Nerds, a conversation with the people behind the technology that the, love what they do. And do tech good. Ah, doing tech good. Hey, everyone. And speaking of doing tech good, we have a sponsor helping us do tech good all year long. We have Pantheon.io. If you don't know Pantheon, they are a platform for WordPress, Drupal 7, Drupal 8. They provide a dev, test, and live environment for your sites. It's easy to go in and create backups every day, even scheduled backups. They do all this super cool stuff for your website. Go check them out at Pantheon.io. As Brian knows, they even make a baked lasagna on Tuesday. So uh, if you're hungry, go down and see Pantheon. I'm afraid you're going to mention lasagna because I'm hungry. No, I'm <laughs> more hungry. Than <laughs> it's a really good lasagna. Yeah. Back to you, Brian. Uh, I'd also like to mention, everyone, please go subscribe. Uh, if you go to iTunes, give us a little rating to you. It'd be fantastic. Uh, you can subscribe on YouTube, I, iTunes, wherever you are, Pocket Cast, wherever you are. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please. Thank you. And now we have a, a special guest, and let's, we're going to talk about them in a second, but they have a, uh, a conference coming up, and we want to throw out there, if you go to radsummit.co, that's R-A-D-S-U-M-M-I-T dot C-O, and put in the code uh, Thunder, Thunder, Friends. Thunder Friends. What do you get, Brian? Thunder Friends. You can get $100 off your ticket. $100 off. Pretty, awesome. pretty darn spiffy. I like that. That gum, a hundred dollars. Yeah, I like a hundred bucks. I do too. Yeah, you better Apple pay me my hundred bucks you owe me, Brian. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Then you know Apple pay me right back, right? No hundred dollars. No, no, that's not very nice. So how you doing? I, I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I I've been having a very lovely day. I was a little sick uh, early in the week, but I feel pretty good now. Yeah, I'm, pre I'm pretty good. My dog had issues last week, so I was kind of sad about that, but she's doing better now. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad that Sadie's doing so much better. I'm sorry to hear about that. Yeah. My my puppy, uh, for our listeners, had something called Addison's disease. So if your dog gets sick and continues to be sick, take them take them to the vet and consider getting them checked for it because uh, she almost died. Yeah. Yeah. If you didn't get that uh, yeah. checked out, you'd never know. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm glad everything's working out good. Yeah. But and uh, let's get on a happier note. We yeah, yeah, awesome let's, uh, yeah, yeah. We have uh, some awesome guests. One of them is not here at the moment, but he's uh, he's going to join us a little bit. He's at a conference, but we'll go ahead and introduce him. We have the co-founders of the Rad Summit. We have not with us yet, but coming, <laughs> Chris <laughs> Alve Alvarez, and he'll correct me if I said that wrong. <laughs> and man. Jeff Rodansky. <laughs> Jeff <Welcome> Rodansky. <laughs> Rodansky. Uh. Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks a lot, y'all. Appreciate this. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate you joining us, Jeff. So where are you joining us from today? I'm in uh, just outside of Boulder, Colorado. Oh, nice. What's it like uh, there right now? What's the weather? Oh, uh, man, it's it's really, really hot. I think it got up to like 83 today. So super what? sunny, a little afternoon shower. It's Yeah, it's pretty bad. 83 is not hot. <laughs> I know. <laughs> totally. Brian, do, do, do you want to put out the B-O-O-H-O-O -O -O for our uh, people here in Florida that it's 98? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're, we're melting over here, but I understand that's not typical from uh, your part of the country. Does, does it get really cool in the evenings, though? Like, it's yeah, it, day. Does it go down really cold? Or Yeah, even last night, like you had like a little puffy vest on and T-shirt, and yeah, it gets oh. down to, you know, mid-50s or whatever. It feels great. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. At least you have that, like, cool-off period after that. And then if it gets yeah. too hot, you just climb a mountain, and it gets a little cooler as, as you go up, right? So Very envious, Jeff. Oh, yeah, that sounds envious. lovely. Yeah. So, Jeff, are you actually from there, or, I mean, did you grow up there, or are you live, or did you come from somewhere else? No, no, like, so, grew up, born in Oklahoma, spent some time in Texas, um, 
after college, moved back to Oklahoma, you know, worked for about three years after college. And I was sitting around a bar with some buddies and I was just like, all right, I'm moving. Who's moving with me? And I had a buddy across <laughs> the table was like, Hey man, I'll move if you move to Denver. And I was like, let's do it. So the next day I bought a pop-up camper and two weeks later, we're living outside of downtown in a pop-up looking for jobs. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. How long did it take for you to, to, you know, get a job and get going and get the ball? Uh, six, seven weeks, something like that. Oh, you know? nice. You know? So yeah. It's quite a ballsy move. Kind of a fun story. Yeah. And it, when you talk to a lot of people from Colorado, they have similar stories. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. So, so what are you doing right now then for, for work? Right now, I work for a company called Pivotal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and what's your position, rather? Uh, what, what do you do? Are you a developer, a designer? I'm a director. So mm-hmm. I manage teams that build software for enterprise companies. Um, yeah. Awesome. And how did you get your start doing this? Did you, were you always in kind of the uh, the tech industry or did you kind of just come up from somewhere else? A lot of people we speak to are those kind of second career dev or designers. So I'm very interested in where you came upon this. Yeah. And this is kind of a cool story. Hopefully I don't date myself here, but coming out of college, the internet was just starting to be formed. Right. So college, I I went to college for like advertising and design and, you know, came out of college doing like advertising, print mark, you know, print campaigns, TV campaigns, radio campaigns. So the whole like advertising agency, like art director, creative director style of deal. Right. So moving to Boulder, um, got a job at another agency and then kind of the internet started taking off. Right. So that kind of first internet startup bubble. And I was like, man, I'm jumping into this, like, you know, forget you at a ad agency. So jumped into the startup bubble. And then from there just started creating companies. Right. So I created like an email marketing company. Um, and then, created this company called Slice of Lime, which is where Chris and I got connected. And first of all, I wanna make sure that we're, we're giving a shout out to our third partner, Tessa Ruber, who was definitely a part of Slice of Lime. So the three of us at Slice of Lime, we're always trying to think about like different cool ways to like have in, employee experiences and we're using the mountains to like inspire people. And so anyway, so, Slice of Lime did that for 15 years. And then after 15 years, Pivotal acquired us. And that was about three and a half years ago. That was a big time frame and like a little, you know, a little short <laughs> well, yeah, period. I, I, I don't want to under, uh, you know, put this in, in like, oh, two minutes, this all happened. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is a big part of your life. And, totally. you know, congratulations yeah. to you. Not a lot of companies uh, get to be so big to after something like that to get acquired. So that that must've been awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Where did you, where did you come up with the name slice of lime? It's very interesting. I think I know, but I want to, I want to make sure I, I, I'm not making assumptions. So yeah, you, you actually might be spot on. So my business partner and I at the time were sitting around this place in Boulder called the Rio drinking margaritas. Yeah. had computers out looking for like, okay, what URLs are available? And we're like, oh, just kind of, you know, of course the tequila's kicking in, right? We're like, oh, what about a slice of lime? You know, cause we had a slice of lime sitting on the market. Like, oh, it's available. Let's buy it. Boom. Here we are. So I, I, I called it in my head. Yeah. I'm sitting here pattern here. Uh, let's move to Colorado. Let's yeah. form a company. Um, so now I, I'm curious when we're on our next topic. How did, uh, uh, Rad Summit come to be? Well, please tell me it was at a bar or tequila. No, no, definitely. It was probably on top of a mountain somewhere. No, I don't know. Like when we were at Slice, we were always doing cool stuff outside. We did like Slice Camp where we would take all our employees out to the backcountry and have like offsites. Um, like we had this deal to like when you got hired at Slice of Lime, your first day, you're going on a hike with the two partners in the backcountry somewhere. So we always use the outdoors to try to inspire people. And we, we try to incorporate like the outdoors into kind of, you know, just making us better as professional designers and professional people. Um, so we always kind of were playing around with some ideas and we always kind of had this kind of education component that we wanted to do and then got acquired. And then, you know, Chris, Tessa and I just started, you know, round tabling some ideas and, 
you know, I, I came to them one day and I was like, y'all, like I've been to so many conferences in my life. Like the, the conference in the hotel, like it's cool. And it's, you know, it's all right. Like you're sitting in this big room with a lot of people, everybody's on their laptops. There's one person up there speaking, there might be a panel. You can probably find that talk on YouTube somewhere. Like, I was like, let's change it up a little bit. Like, let's let's do something super unique. Let's get people into the backcountry of this place that inspires us. Let's take their cell phones away from them, and we can get to that later if you want. Wait, and, oh, definitely, yeah. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> let's have an unplugged experience in the backcountry where people can actually feel what we feel because the feeling that we feel, we, we get so so inspired. Like we come up with so many ideas, we're refreshed. You go back to work, you're a better person. So let's incorporate that with some good content and see if it's successful. Let me yeah. ask you then, but for the people, because we, we kind of jumped a little bit ahead that for yeah. the people that don't know what Rad Summit is, what is Rad Summit? What does RAD actually even mean? So research and? Design. Design, so what does that mean? Well, so Slice of Lime was a UX design agency, right? Mm -hmm. So everything that we did for 15 years was all about doing research, taking that research and using that data to inform solutions that we would put into whatever application that we're trying to build, right? So now UX is kind of a big thing. There's conferences everywhere. Um, and so... and. And I like, honestly, like it doesn't even have to be like digital products, right? I think research and design can apply to physical products, digital products, you know, even your own personal product. But I don't know, we're trying to like create something fun that brought that kind of kid like, you know, like when I was a kid, like radical, rad, like, you know, that going to a summer camp that equaled research and design. And we're like, Love yeah, that. that's it. You know, that that's our brand, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I can, and I can 100% relate to the concept of you know, get away with like-minded people doing something you enjoy, disconnect, re-energize, um, ed get educated. It, it's it, it's a wonderful concept. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, what? How exactly does it does it work? So, if I were to go to the website now, I, I buy a ticket. What what happens? Like, what's the? Well, well first make sure, Brian. Let me interject yeah. that you use the code Thunder Friends when you buy it's, your it's ticket. True, but... but yes, definitely Thunder Friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, right now, right? You just you buy a ticket, you get an email, and a, a quick follow up from Tessa, Chris, and I of like, okay, cool. Here's Here's some things you need to expect. Here is some gear that you need to start thinking about, right? Because in Colorado last year, we had it in October. So October is kind of scary because it could actually be a blizzard or it could oh, wow. be, be mid 80s, right? So you think about like the pressure of like, oh man, I hope like it doesn't snow or I hope it's not too hot. Like luckily last year it was, it was perfect temperature, but yeah, we're giving people gear lists. We're giving people where, you know, check-in times, where we check in at. Like, it's kind of a unique experience, right? Because people are actually showing up in Denver, downtown Denver. And Ironton Distilleries is in Rhino, this really cool area of Denver. This like up and coming kind of arts district. And everybody shows up to one place. And then we have yellow school buses show up and take takes everyone to camp. That's awesome. Yeah. So think there's there's nothing out there like that, right? And of course, you're on the school bus and everybody's singing songs and you know having that kind of fun camp, you know, like that's like your first like memory awesome. back in time of like I'm a kid again. I I, I can yeah. actually be vulnerable, I could be silly, I could, you know, no fear, right? There's like we're already we're already starting to tap into that. Like we want people to like we don't want them to have barriers at all when they get to camp, right? So we were thinking that yellow bus ride up to camp would be would be spot on. That's awesome. Yeah, busting out the ukulele, singing totally. some songs, yeah. some horror stories around the campfire. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 exactly is the like super important part to you about pulling in from Oh, hey, uh Chris just joined. Hey. Oh. Yay. <laughs> hey Chris, how's oh, it going? Who knew tech could be so hard? <laughs> so not fun. Yeah. <laughs> Tech's not the easiest. So uh, where it's are you not. joining us from, Chris? You're in Florida, yep. from my understanding, yep. right? 
Yeah, I am in Florida right now, kind of North Orlando area. Uh, just got off a two-day session working with my team, basically going through kind of how we get to the uh, achieving the future of our company. So really exciting stuff. Um, but unfortunately, had some Wi-Fi issues. So sorry again about that. Um, never a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, technology, that's all good. Yeah. Just appreciate you uh, being able to uh, find some connection and some bandwidth and uh, coming on. I'm here in my awesome yeah. hotel room. You love the art on the wall? Is that yeah, let's see the art. For our audio listeners, I believe yeah. there is a what, water what you uh, yep. bucket yeah. thing, pail, whatever they call I, I, I think you got it, yeah. yeah. A water pail or something. I yeah. Mean. And it really it's very existential. It's, it's, it's trying to uh, communicate how we're all the water in a water bucket right. and how yeah. life is like this and we're feeding the yeah. rest of our community. I get it. Or Good perhaps... Share. Or perhaps just the sheer number of people who flow in and out of this hotel room on a daily basis. That's right. Kind of to think about that. That could be a coincidence. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> so, Chris, since cool. we have you on, why don't you tell us a little bit about you? What do you do? Oh, what do I do? Well, yeah, what do you do? I, yeah, uh, like for fun, for work. What are you talking about here? <laughs> Chris, let me be more specific. <laughs> Sorry about that. Chris, what do you do professionally? What What is your uh, What is your job? Yeah, so, so right now I am uh, head of UX design at a company called Derive Systems. Uh, we're an automotive technology company. So uh, for me, you know, that means leading a team, growing a team, and focusing on being basically an evangelist for design around the company, uh, mm -hmm. making sure our products are user-centered, et cetera. Uh, it's funny, recently transitioned into more of a hybrid role, so I'm now a uh, uh, director of team experience as well, which touches on a lot of culture and kind of how we work together as teams uh, something I feel like is really important uh, because, you know, you can't really make good products without the good teams and teams that are happy and healthy and thriving. So uh, I was fortunate to get, be given that opportunity and, uh, and digging in there. And uh, it's really relevant, actually, for, for Rad Summit and all we're doing, uh, creating human experiences, you know, really focusing on people, et cetera. Oh, what I was going to ask. Yeah. That's what? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Brian. Oh, no, go, go ahead. What I was going to ask um, Jeff a moment ago, Chris, and I'll, I'll ask you both about this and whoever sure. wants to go first or whatnot is Chris was telling us all about, you know, the outdoor kind of experience of uh, what Slice of Lime had and how he's kind of brought that into the, the conference, into Rad Summit. Um, could you tell us a little bit about like what that level of outdoors means to the summit? Like, obviously, yeah. you could have a conference indoors all the time you know, anywhere you want, but what, what does the outdoor element bring to the, uh, <laughs> to the conference goer, to the intent, to the uh, attendee? What do they get from that? Jeff, are you taking this one? No, <laughs> no, you're, 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 Jeff's been talking yeah. this whole time, Chris. Well, sweet. I'll give you my answer then. Yeah. yeah. So, so the outdoors, is interesting because it's totally unpredictable, right? Like we have no control over the environment. So there's this additional challenge for us as organizers to really make it a great experience, regardless of whether or not it rains. Last year we had the event in October and there was even concern of snow during that time. Uh, you know, this year maybe afternoon thunderstorms or something, but you know, it, we're in Colorado, we got tons of sunshine most of the year, so we're not too worried about it. So there's definitely that level of uncertainty, right? But then also, uh, for a lot of people coming to the conference, this is their first experience with camping or really being outdoors for a long period of time. So, you know, part of the, the goal of our conference is to challenge attendees and make sure that they're showing up to a, a place that's literally out of their element, right? They're, they're stepping out of the office. They're stepping out of the city. Uh, they're in these, uh, these, these cabins. There's trees all over the place. Um, it's just, I, I think it's really important for teams to be taken out of their uh, their natural habitats, <laughs> uh, the places that are actually natural, right? And, and kind of having that, uh, you know, the fresh air and the the silence at night, the stars. I mean, it's it's inspiring, right? And and it's something that you don't get at a, a hotel conference room, right? Like you, you certainly you can't do not really, know. yeah. <laughs> uh, you could probably try, but yeah. Well, uh, look at the picture behind you. That yeah, is, right. Yeah, well, <laughs> that, that's what you close. get from a hotel. Yeah. yeah. Are you inspired by this? I mean. <laughs> Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> exactly. You have that whole um, existential uh, beauty of nature behind you. You know, right. everything is uh, just just uh, amazing. And you could pull so much inspiration from that. What what kind of feedback have you gotten from attendees as, as far as after they uh, went to one of these conferences about their whole outdoor experience? Well, yeah. I, got, I got two. Oh. 
let me let me throw out two and then chris you can throw out a couple too so i sure. i had two that really i was like just kind of gave me the chills right one was this, this this person came up to me and they're like jeff like this this conference inspired me to go build that thing that i was wanting to build like two years ago like this is it man i'm gonna do it and actually that person's doing it which is freaking awesome right like i was like yeah like that that's why i created this you know that's why we created this um two is i went for a hike we do hikes in the afternoon we do people can just have free time and do activities or go explore or so i actually connected with someone i was like hey let's go for a hike and her and i went for a hike we went up this mountain and followed this river and she was like jeff i gotta tell you something i was like what she was like I've never spent the night outside <laughs> in my life. Like I've never been camping and she's from like New York or whatever. I was like, are you, what, are you serious? And she was just like, no, this is like my very, very first time. And I was like, oh my God, I love it. Like, you know, and she was just like smiling the whole time. And then the next morning I wake up and there was like a group of campers that actually left their cabins and then went, took their mattresses from their cabins and then went out to the woods and just like slept under the stars. And she was one of them. I'm like, yeah that's what i yeah like like i loved it like i i really really do love that story like it i like was able to connect somebody with the outdoors and they were so rewarding yeah Yeah. totally and chris you're supposed to have two as well oh two (laughs) or three or three okay yeah uh yeah i mean i i think for me we we posted a ton of these we actually followed up with a survey you know, in the spirit of user research and design, we followed up to see how we could improve. And one of the things we asked was, you know, what what are some of the things that you took away? What what was your impression of this experience overall? And if you go to our website, uh, you know, radsummit.co, there's a list of these testimonials testimonials that are straight from that, right? But uh, me personally, just talking with people as we're kind of wrapping up camp and the the last day, uh, the one that stood out to me was this uh, this comment about this experience that we provided changing their life or being this life-changing moment right and that's something you kind of aspire to as a designer right like you want to change the world you want to change lives and you never get to hear that feedback actually come to fruition right uh but this person was really feeling like this had such an impact that the trajectory of their life we're not talking about their sketch or photoshop skills right like the trajectory of their life had been fundamentally changed and impacted by this event and those are the moments where like you get chills as an organizer because that's what you hope to achieve right and it's kind of this this north star right but when you actually feel it and see it and hear that feedback it's it's awesome to to hear that now how do you uh like how do you feel about that from the net the next years when it comes do you do you feel pressure <laughs> to Oh yeah. Uh, okay, we got to yeah. do the same or better this year. Better. So, you know, we got to do better to achieve yeah. those same results. Like, is there? Is it, yeah. What's that feel like? For me, it's the same, but just a little, little add-ons. You know, just a little, little add-ons. Which you know, I think year one, like I think going into because it's our first year, we've never done this before. We don't run events. We don't run big conferences, <laughs> right? We. We're, we're winging this, but what I, what I really loved was not giving all the details to the campers and then kind of having them show up and kind of be surprised about, we wanted them to kind of like, it was kind of like a choose your own adventure style experience. So we didn't want to be like, okay, you're going to do this. You're going to do that. You're going to do that. We kind of wanted people to show up and kind of navigate this like journey on their own and kind of do whatever they wanted to, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, I'm kind of curious about that since you brought it up because you do have workshops and I don't, uh, do you actually have speakers or is it essentially the workshops that function in that capacity? Yeah, our focus is on, on workshops. So one okay. of the decisions we made early on was not to have any sort of, you know, big budget, big name keynote speaker. We want this to be a really approachable event. So it's really focused on workshops and kind of digging deep and feeling like we're working on something together and not having one person be, you know, kind of the, the figurehead of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. the keynote at the beginning, right? Well, yeah. and to piggyback off of that, right? Like, so, you know, I, we're UXers, right? So we think about problems and how we can make it better, right? So all the conferences that I've been to in the past, like I would hear somebody speak up on stage in front of all these people that are on their computers. And I'm like, I want to talk to that person. Like, yeah. 
but that person, that person talks and then leaves and you never see that person ever again. Like our, our speakers, our facilitators are actually bunking with you. You're actually camping with them. So you could talk to them yeah. whenever you want. You can go for a hike with them if you want, you know? Yeah. To be fair, that's not all conferences, but yeah. It's a, not, a lot you're conferences. right. No, you're totally right. Yeah. yeah. You're right. That's my experience on some of the conferences that I've been to. Yeah, I, I, I've definitely had that same experience yeah. too. You know, you know what I wanted to ask you about is, I, and I know you said, you know, some of the stuff is uh, kind of a surprise as that you're, you, you choose your own adventure, if you will, right? Yeah. But what, what is the schedule like that you can tell us about? This is a Thursday through a Sunday, if I'm correct. What, what kind of choices do I get? What, what can I expect? What, as an attendee, I'm signing up. What, am I, what can I expect that I'm going to do? Chris, I'll go day one and then mm -hmm. you can kind of take it over. So I already talked a little bit about the bus ride, right? We show up um, in downtown Denver. Everybody shows up. We have a little gathering um, and everybody gets on a school bus, goes to camp. And then we have opening ceremonies, right? So Chris, Tessa and I are standing up. We're doing some fun activities. We're getting people kind of like, again, I'm like earlier, I was like, I'm trying <laughs> to like break down this guard. I want people to be like, I'm at camp. I can relax. I can be myself. I don't have to be this person that I want to, that I am and like work. So we have opening ceremonies and there's some fun activities. And then we jump right into this like adventure race. And this year it's sponsored by Strava. We're super, super excited about Strava being our sponsor this year, but this adventure race. So we, we kind of get everybody into, everybody's in a cabin. So they got a group, they got a group name. Every group has a camp counselor. And then we go right into this adventure race. Like, so people have to repel down mountains. They have to <laughs> kayak across a lake. They have to climb up a, a, you know, a climbing wall. They got a zip line down, you know, all of these things that people aren't used to doing. And they try to do this as a team. So we have, you know, and I guess some of the surprises what that, that adventure race entails, right? But as a team, you're going through these like adventure races together and doing all these kind of activities. And the cool thing is, is, well, I don't know. Should I talk about the skit? Should I talk about the skit? No, 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 no. no. Okay. Oh, don't Never mind. Mind. Never yeah, keep some surprises. Yeah. yeah this, exactly. this does sound a little, uh, uh, like as someone who would, who's never rappelled down a mountain, a, a little scary. I mean, I love hiking, I love nature. Uh, yeah. So is this something that's like you mentioned? Choose your own adventure. Like, what if I want to go kayaking while you guys were rappelling down mount, the mountain? I took a little nap. Like, well, you know, yeah, yeah. For example, like if Brian said, you know what, I'm gonna cry if I have to go down that mountain because <laughs> I, I fell out a tree yeah. when I was yeah. a kid, and it's I gonna did. remind me of that. I, I, I know that's why I bring it up. Brian, only two people from your team has to rappel down, and you get you get the point for that for that <laughs> activity, right? So I probably do. Day one is yeah. about coming together. You, it's about yeah. getting into a group. It's about breaking down those barriers. Barriers. It's, you know, it's about like getting comfortable at camp, right? Day two, day three, you know, Friday, Saturday. That's a choose your own adventure. You can choose what workshops you go to. If you don't want to go to workshops, that's fine. If you want to go up to the hammock village and take a nap, cool. Every afternoon, Chris and I told you that I was going to have you do day two, yeah, day three. Fine. But you're doing great. But from 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 three to six. Every afternoon, you get three hours. You can do whatever you want. You can go do archery. You can go climb a mountain. You can go fishing. You can go kayaking. You can go take a nap if you want, Brian. Like, it's, yeah. it's down by the river, you know, if you want, like, and have the best nap of your life. But, yeah. So, you Trans have all these amenities available around around the uh, the event. Yeah. Chris, yep. jump in there and talk about that a little bit. Yeah. I was, I was just going to say, too, like, so one of the things we're super excited about is just our partnerships. So we host, yeah. it, host this at Camp Shady Brook. It's part of the YMCA. And they have a full staff on board who just helps us with everything. They're there on site. We're not, like, asking people to repel by themselves. They're there handling that. They're setting them up, making sure they're safe. They have metal, me medical equipment on hand just in case something were to go wrong. Uh, I mean, these, these guys are professionals, so <laughs> we're super excited about that aspect of it, but there's a lot of activities to choose from. I mean, think about a summer camp as a, a kid, that's what you have access to as an adult. So, uh, so I'm going to cry. Things, <laughs> you could, yeah. I mean, we, we don't have like a no tears rule. We feel like that's a healthy thing, but yeah. we're not going to force you to do something that you're totally uncomfortable with. Right. That's like crying. That's, I cried multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> and I knew what was going to happen. <laughs> 
right. I love the name of the uh, camp campground. So like, like camp. It's like camp. Shady Brook. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we'll we'll put a link to for everyone listening, we'll put a link to all these places in the uh show notes down below. We'll we'll get that from you guys uh after the show. So stick on uh st stay on the uh on the hangout after we're we're done with this. You know what I wanted to ask you too is um what what are some of the uh workshops? do you mind can we dive into like what the subjects are gonna be and who's going yeah. to be uh talking about these things and what their credentials are? Can, I, can yeah. I share one that I liked? With okay. The, uh, <laughs> okay. I like the uh, What's Your Mission by, I don't, I'm probably going to say the name wrong, Levon Sharo yeah. uh, from yeah. Patagonia. I love the uh, the message and then why she wanted, uh, they wanted to do it. Um, through a group per participatory exercise, a series of questions will lead participants to define their <laughs> own individual pillars of work and life. I love that. And, and then why they want to do it so fits into why you all are doing this is group yeah. reflection in the outdoors seems like a great pairing to share and absorb lessons that will have a lasting impact on my life and work. That's yeah, awesome. That's, would that's, you elaborate on that one a little bit and then go into the other ones? Yeah. And what, sure. what is it about? Yeah, I mean, so um, I don't know how much I can tell or give away uh, or how much Levon <laughs> will let me give away. But uh, yeah, I mean, so I'll give you, I'll back up a little bit and say how, um, describe how we actually found our uh, facilitators, or rather how they found us. Uh, this has been a totally organic process. Uh, last year, we had a lot of local folks. We had some kind of, you know, find the event through networks and Facebook, Twitter, et cetera. Uh, and then this year, we had a lot of um, buzz within the companies as people kind of went back and told their teams about it. And then it just started growing from there. So everything we've done in terms of reaching out to people to be facilitators has actually not been so much us reaching out, it's them reaching out to us. So Levon is one of those people who came to us, uh, you know, he heard about the camp, uh, got pretty excited about it. And I, I think I remember the email too. It's like, ah, I wish I could find it. It was, it was so awesome. It's like, how could I not come? Or it was just like this excitement in the subject line, even it's like, all right, let's, let's talk to this person. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that the story with, uh, with them is, you know, they're kind of in this new role at Patagonia and trying to figure out, uh, a way to kind of bring this new culture to a company that's done amazingly well. I'm wearing their hat right now. Uh, amazingly well, but they've, you know, they've kept it a really kind of small family kind of business for so long that they need this new injection of thought around how to expand digitally. So, uh, you know, for Levon coming in, tons of experience, a great background. Um, just that story of, you know, uh, I think Jeff may have mentioned our, our theme for the year. Uh, but navigating the unknown is something that they are definitely trying to do in their role. And it was a perfect fit for us. And so just after a few calls, uh, you know, we do video interviews with everyone who wants to uh, come in and facilitate a workshop. We help them through kind of crafting the content and uh, the structure and that kind of thing. Uh, it just seemed like a, an amazing fit for us. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, someone from Patagonia reaching out just this, so perfect too. It's like here. Yeah. And that was totally organic. Like I said, yeah. you know, that it was awesome to, to just see that message come through and be like, oh, that we've we've hit Patagonia's radar. So yeah. We should sponsor them next year. <laughs> yeah. So how many years have you guys actually thrown this conference? This is year two. One. Yeah, this is this year is year two. two? Oh, yeah. okay. Wow, yeah. that's so great. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. I thought this was year four. Oh, oh okay. this is our second year and you know, it was funny. Like we did year one and it, you know, we, everybody left with smiles and everybody was crying a little bit when they left. So we were like, Oh, <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think yeah. we actually created something special. Do Tessa, Chris, Jeff, do, do we, should we do this again? And we're like, yeah, definitely. Let's do it. Like let's, let's yeah. do it. And now that we, you know, and of course we're all user experience designers, right? Like, we learned from the first round and we're going to incorporate those, those learnings in the second round. And we're hoping the experience will, will be even better. Right. Yeah. Where were you when you actually came up with the idea to do this? Hmm. Jeff, you want to go? I'm sure I, don't even, I don't remember where I was. <laughs> like I've been thinking about this idea for a long, 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 long time. Like multiple, oh, yeah? multiple years. Yeah. So oh, okay. this isn't something that we just like thought about and then created it and we did it. Like 
this is a, you know, a two to three year journey of like, man, I kind of want to do this. It's kind of a cool idea. Like, what, what was the what was the inspiration then? What was the uh, what was that Phil Collins? What was the genesis? <laughs> Man, I, it, it was just like I said. You know, when we were at Slice, we were doing all of the slice of line. We were doing all the stuff outside, and how inspired we got, and you know how you know tight knit team we were. You know, and working together, and how the outdoors like helped that. And I got like I go, I want to take that and make it and scale it a little bit like and bring people in that that have never experienced that before and put that into their lives right so year one like you know my like my like our like goal like i really wanted to i wanted to take all of these processes and methodologies and workshops that we do in our real lives to build products and i wanted to turn it into yourself like i wanted I wanted the takeaways to be like, I learned this really cool workshop, but you're the product as a human, as a person at camp, you are the product. So you're not only going to learn this workshop, but you're going to apply this workshop to you and make yourself better. If that makes sense. So we were doing a lot of this at slice of lime and it was just kind of inspiring. And we were like, the world needs us. The world, yeah. the, the world needs this. So we did it. Here we are. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I find it amazing that, it, I mean, we, we mentioned before the show, Epicurance is, is another one that's kind of similar. They tend to pick a specific thing and do that. This one's more of like exploratory type. You can do all sorts of things. I love how this, these things are emerging because we've kind of become where we're, we're in our cities, we're in our houses, we're in our buildings, we're yeah. driving our car in our cars, we're riding our the trains for hours and and you know we we need these escapes these and you know we shouldn't go to a conference and not that they're not great i love all you know the typical conference but going to a conference and just being in another building with tons of people <laughs> on your computer yeah, on your computer yeah. like same as still answering there. work emails <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. oh yeah I, yeah. I think the worst part too is you get home and you realize you could have just watched them all on video because they recorded the whole <laughs> session. Yeah. Uh, so we we don't actually record any of our sessions, right? We've we've been asked that before. You know, would you record this? Do you have a video team? If you need one, I'll volunteer. And we're like, great. I like the not concepts, the but not right. the point. Like you really need to come here and experience this firsthand. It's not something you can get through watching a video. We're not teaching hard skills, right? You're not gonna. <laughs> take a course in, you know, improving your sketch skills or trying a new process or whatever. But, uh, you know, it's very much this hands-on kind of experience we want to provide. And uh, going back to, to, you know, to, to Jeff's story about the impetus for this whole thing, you know, one of the things that we were really interested in, you know, having spent, you know, so much time designing these digital experiences for real people, we really wanted to create an experience, something that's not digital, something that's kind of tangible and, uh, you know, this this idea of being in community as part of an experience. Like that's something that was totally new, but we felt like we could probably pull this off. We can use the same toolkit that we have as designers doing these digital products and apply that to, you know, providing this really unique experience for people literally out in the wild. Yeah. Yeah. You, you mentioned an immersive experience. Yeah, yeah, and they, they mentioned that they don't have video, but there are some really incredible photos. <laughs> uh, we'll put a link uh, from, la from last year. Some That's hilarious true. ones, too, of, of people getting out of what clearly was very cold water, and they're not too happy yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, were, we, were, we were super uh, stoked to have uh, Josh Bertucci, uh, Bertucci Digital, take photos for us last year. He's world-class photographer. and Hire Josh, uh, everyone yeah. out there. He's freaking <laughs> awesome. Like, yeah. 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 I love that. And that's our whole model, right? Like we're, we're like, we really want this, like we want the photographer to be a camper. Yeah. You know, so we, all of these people that are helping us provide these experiences are actually like bunking with everyone else. Like, it's great. It's awesome. Like you're actually like sleeping with a photographer, not sleeping with a photographer, but you're sleeping next to the photographer, <laughs> you know? So you're able to like hang out at night. Yeah. <laughs> Can we edit you that have... out? Can we edit that out? <laughs> this is live. Yeah. Uh, I know, I know. <laughs> so what would you say to the people that um, maybe attended last year uh, that what, what could they expect that's different from this year? 
Well, we're not going to have a magic show. We're, it's going to be something, it's going to be something different. So yeah. last year we surprised everyone. Like we had this Friday night, you know, just show up and we're going to have whatever a social hour. And we hired this magic team um, that was freaking awesome from Denver. And they came in and like everybody showed up. It's like, all right, we're going to do an hour and a half of magic. And people are just like, oh, my God, you guys got magic here? <laughs> like, <laughs> So we're, yeah. we're trying to, to add to that experience and try to find new content for like every night is something fun, right? Like we have the first night we keep it chill because we want people to wake up, refresh, do workshops and have, you know, their adventure. Um, but night two, like Friday night, we're going to have something really cool, you know, that I can't really tell you about right now, but it's going to be awesome. Uh -huh. I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, like the Saturday, we have a Saturday night costume dance party. That's oh. phenomenal. Ooh. Like, yeah. <laughs> so people get to kind of end their, you know, night in the back country, just letting loose. Right. We have, you know. But last year we had this really cool uh, photo bus come in and turn into like a photo booth and everybody was taking pictures and then they mm -hmm. kind of went into the nightclub and like had their costumes on and <laughs> we had a bluegrass band playing. Like it was phenomenal. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's we're going to have all that plus more. That's up my alley right there. Um, well, one thing I'm curious about is what is, what is food like there? Oh yeah, food is food is impressive. So <laughs> impressive. Okay, okay, let's hear. Well, yeah, now. It's impressive because yeah, right. No. You you think camping, you think s'mores, hot dogs, and some like stuff yeah. that you kind of I like s'mores. I do too. Well, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, those are the things that come to mind when you think of food at camp, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you just can't survive on s'mores the whole time. You need some. Okay, stuff. so we're talking caviar, lobster. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a couple years away, but uh, yeah. no, absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, so so we have uh, so Tessa River, one of our, our co-founders. She's um, she's actually a uh, like she's a chef. I mean, she's really good uh, with planning menus. She's done this for the industry for a while. That's kind of her passion that's, that she's pursuing outside of uh, being involved with slice of lime. Uh, something she really cares about. So all that energy went into planning, really. Uh, I guess you can call them chef planned, chef designed meals oh, wow. for the campers. And then the YMCA staff being the amazing people they are just said, we can do anything you want. And so we have, you know, amazing meals. We have options for all types of uh, 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 dietary restrictions and preferences. Uh, we, we take that into consideration uh, because before camp, we actually survey people and just make sure we got kind of the basics uh, so that they feel taken care of and feel like they have options at camp. So yeah. If you're coming feeling like that, uh, you know, we might just have hot dogs every night or something really, really boring, that's not the case. Uh, you're basically going to get uh, a quality meal. I'm talking breakfast, lunch, and dinner uh, with real food, like really good, healthy food. Yeah. And I want to do a shout out to Tessa right now. Like she, she spends a lot of time thinking about like every meal and dietary, like she's, yeah. she's freaking awesome. So yeah. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Uh, well, that was kind of uh, the last question related to rat, the rats. Unless you all have any uh, any final uh, things you'd like to talk about, something you feel like we missed, you want to share. Um, we're gonna move on to. We have a few more well, questions. Chris, earlier you you mentioned this theme this year, right? Navigating mm -hmm. the unknown. Like, man, I would love to like tell a little bit more about that, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Wasn't, Please, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris, I was hoping you would. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I, I guess I, became the host. I didn't mean to become the host. Sorry. You should have been really quiet and just waited, waited for a second. You, really, you, you queued that up well, Jeff. I love yeah. it. Uh, no, we, we, at the end of last year, we had talked about, you know, what, were there any patterns? Were there any themes? Should we put together some sort of theme for 2019? And we started thinking through some ideas. We used Trello for planning and kind of ideas were popping up in there. And then we kind of had this idea that, you know, this whole planning process, putting this thing together, designing it was us kind of venturing into things that were just completely foreign to us, right? We had no clue what we were getting into, but we learned super quick and we we designed the heck out of this thing. So uh, there's kind of this notion of, um, you know, trying to just find your way through that and all the learnings that take place and all the tools and all the important conversations that have to be had to allow you to actually get through it. We're like, man, that's actually a, a perfect theme for Rad Summit, right? Um, maybe yeah. we'll keep it throughout and have it for next year's event. But for this year, it felt like 
you know, if we could structure all the content around this theme of navigating the unknown, um, that's pretty powerful. And then there's like really tangible kind of applications to that as well. You know, we're walking around at night and, you know, the, I think the moon's going to be full at the end uh, or at the middle of August. So you'll have some light, but you'll be navigating kind of this foreign place with, you know, instead of tall buildings, you'll see tall trees and it's going to be a little bit different for folks. And uh, as they challenge themselves to kind of get out of their comfort zones, that's maybe unknown as well. So lots of connections. It felt like the perfect theme for, for this year, especially. Well, and, you know, just to piggyback on the content a little bit too, and the workshops that we're having, right? Like the unknowns of work, right? We all, we all go through yeah. them. Like I'm going to go into this room with 20 CIOs and have to present something. I've got, you know, I've got a team, a new team that I'm yeah. joining and I've got to like, you know, figure out how to gel with them, you know, like, or, you know, I'm working with a group and there's somebody that I'm kind of having a conflict yeah. with, right. Or, you know, all of those kind of unknowns of, you know, that we deal with daily, like that really like kind of push us as humans. We want to, we want to try to improve that a little bit. We want to try to help people to be like, you know what, man, I, I got this. I, I either got a workshop that I, that I learned at Rad Summit or I've got the confidence to, to, to tackle that head on and yeah. not have that fear that, that we get sometimes, you know, that anxiety. Yeah. So, yeah. I like the idea of taking all the executives you're presenting to and being like, hey, let's go for a hike. <laughs> yeah. I don't think the CIOs <laughs> that I present to would, would like that, but uh, I like where you go with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, getting out of your element or that, the element of the uh, the office is definitely a great way for, as you said, you know, team building, disconnecting, and just having more of a uh, a relaxed environment to where people mm. could feel safe. You know, sometimes when you get twenty people to a room and you're talking about ideas, some people could get defensive, or some people could get the you know that imposter syndrome of like, oh, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to look stupid. But yeah. when you get everybody outside in a in a safe environment like this, out out in the wilderness, outdoors. It's it's more of a uh, a place where people are, are going to open up. Yeah, definitely. Maybe help flex that muscle of being able to uh, to talk with confidence. Well, you think about going to back to being a kid, right? Like the kid colors and draws. Like they don't care. They don't care <laughs> what people think about it. Like we, you know, we want people to be able to create and explore and and not really care. Like what other people are going to think because that affects the way they feel, right? Like we, we want to kind of break that down a little bit and it, it feels good as humans to be able to do that. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I, I love this idea. Yeah. Shady yeah. Brook will, will help you with that. Yeah, <laughs> totally. So Brian, you got a question. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I'd like to ask a group question. It's a super okay. scary question that everyone has to answer. Oh, oh yeah. no. So, Brian will go first, yeah. I'll go next, and then yeah. you guys. Yeah, okay. so so the question is, uh, what is something, a mistake that you've done recently uh, that you're kind of ashamed to admit? It doesn't have to be a big thing. Preferably not something that's like, you know, uh, at work and they listen, they're like, what? <laughs> you know, not anything like that. Uh, preferably something in your personal life. Uh, mine, um, just a nice example is I, I built a stage for, we have backyard concerts. And I built a stage uh, two years ago um, and I didn't uh, seal it like I should have. And because of that, I live in Florida, it rains um, and it, I'm going to have to tear up uh, huge chunks of it. So I'm kind of Thanks. feel bad that I did that and wasting wood and stuff. But yeah, that's my uh, the first thing I thought about was today when I was standing in line at lunch and my buddy said something and made me turn around to look. Oh, he was, he was asking me if there was any tables over there. And I went to turn around and look. And I forget sometimes that people are way shorter than me because I'm 6'4". And, uh, oh, and I kind of stepped on this person's toes behind me and like almost like walked into her. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I felt so bad. Like I like almost pushed her over. I was like, I'm so sorry. I felt so clumsy and dumb. Sometimes I get that like big giant syndrome where I'm like, <laughs> be five full thumb, here I come, you know? But uh, I, I, felt, I felt really bad bad for that. Uh, but I was like, oh, profusely apologize. But that's my thing. Yeah. Man, like, when you first asked that question, I got a little scared. I'm like, man, like, what a big mistake in my <laughs> whole life. Like, <laughs> but honestly, like something I've been thinking about a lot that, that 
that happened to me a couple of days ago. I, I play on this tennis team and we were playing another team and um, it, I was playing doubles and I was playing against this, this guy who's this man who's like 74 years old. <laughs> and I like the ball like comes up and I like hit it as hard as I can. Oh, no. and it like hits him like straight in the face. Oh. I'm like, Oh my God. Like that. I didn't <laughs> like, that was just, I should have not done that at all. Like that was just me letting some stuff out. And I was like, I could have just tapped it and got the point. Right. And like, I keep thinking about that this week of like, man, like I could have made a different decision, still got the point and not hurt someone's face. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. I guess that's me. Huh? <laughs> Sorry. You so, have to go after that one. <laughs> I, I don't know if I want to top that one. That's the thing. <laughs> you don't have to top it. It's not a goal I have yeah. right now. Uh, no, I think for me, uh, probably expecting the hotel Wi-Fi to work, but outside of that, um, yeah, I think really, really recently and relevant is, uh, you know, leading this, this offsite with the team this week, it's been super intense, uh, as you can imagine. And I think my, my biggest challenge is making sure that I speak my mind. And there was definitely a moment this week where I had a strong opinion about something that I just totally let slide. I kept it to myself and sure enough, there was much time spent on that one thing that I should have addressed earlier that just never happened. So uh, for me, the mistake was just not speaking up when I saw something and just didn't push hard enough to, to make a change. Nice. That's good. All right. I love that. But I love that. Last thing that we got is a uh, few lightning questions. There's, these might Ooh, be some things you. that we, uh, we didn't get a chance to ask you. They're going to be super fast questions that Brian and I okay. are going to ask you guys. So we'll just kind of go back and answers? forth. No, no, you can't. Oh, you have okay. thus <laughs> the lightning. So <laughs> Brian and I will answer, and each of you will take a turn answering as well. So we'll go ahead and go. So favorite cartoon as a kid, Chris. Oh man, uh, Looney T Road Runner. Brian. No, no, he's supposed to answer. I'm not answering. Oh, I, I can't wait to answer this one. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Okay, we'll do it that way. Yeah, we'll ask. We'll ask it to both of you. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, I'm super friends. Oh, nice. that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, favorite cereal? Chris. Uh, Cheerios. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Raisin Bran. What? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, <No. laughs> Jeff, you want, you come home. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it's you not cereal. Listen, listen, Jeff. This okay. is serious. All you right. open a door. <laughs> And you look in, and there's a ghost. What do you do, Jeff? What do you... I, I don't a ghost. Yeah, what do you do? <laughs> I'm gonna scare him. I'm gonna scare him back. Chris, uh, I, I would get a light. I, I feel like that's your best defense is shining some light on this thing. Very sensible, Chris. Brian. Yeah. yeah. Favorite favorite pizza toppings. <laughs> I'm very food oriented. I'm a pepperoni Good. pepperoni dude. Yeah, I'm pepperoni, but I like to add mushrooms or olives. Chris, favorite anime? Uh, I don't have a favorite. Pass. Jeff? I'll pass. I don't watch anime. Sorry. Pass. Brian? Uh, <laughs> last thing you went to the supermarket for? Mm. Uh, I have my food delivered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, like, so that tennis thing that i was talking about we had to bring food <laughs> i went to the supermarket and got some fried chicken there we go yeah uh i probably got a bottle of kombucha all right oh, i love it nice yeah favorite movie right now oh that's like at the one. theater on all the other little channels that we just, watch it doesn't matter favorite movie period favorite movie and right now Anytime. i'm in deadwood the new deadwood movie i can't, i'm so excited it came out Awesome. Yeah, nice, Chris. Uh, last one I watched was Vice. I thought it was super entertaining. Oh, cool! Yeah. Nice. Your first pet. Not a huge movie again. Go ahead. Your first pet's name. JJ. Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, Love I'm it. out of these questions, Brian. You good? <laughs> I want to know a cat, dog, or dog, dog. dog. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
I got right, so, so scared of the lightning round, but I loved it. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Good. We try to keep it yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing weird. Yeah. So, hey, uh, w- w- let's let's go ahead and uh, ask you guys, what's the best way that people could find out about the uh, the the conference? How do they where do they go? It's it's what's the URL? What's the Twitter? All that. Yeah, so the URL radsummit.co. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm guessing you'll put the links down below. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, a link to Twitter as well. We're pretty active on there and Instagram. Those are the two channels we use uh, for the most part. So, and when's the date? The best. Uh, August 15th through 18th. Okay, great. And uh, again, if, if anybody wants to get the uh, $100 off, it's uh, Thunder Friends is the code. Yeah. Is the code. So, and the, the last thing we'd like to ask you guys, and uh, oh, and before I ask you guys that, why don't you tell uh, everybody how they could find out more about you as, as well, as both of you guys? I'm just kind of a simple LinkedIn type of person. Um, you don't want to uh, pimp out your Twitter account? I kind of stopped <laughs> Twitter a long time ago. I mean, I used Twitter yeah. for, for Rad Summit, but um, okay. Yeah. Or, you know, Jeff Ferdansky at gmail.com. Shoot me an email. I love talking to people. All right. Yeah. Nice. Chris? Yeah. Yeah, for me, I'm on Twitter. Uh, my handle is longlivetheux, uh, and then you can find me at chrisalvarez.design as well. And your, and your phone numbers? I'm just, nope. kidding. I'm kidding. just <laughs> five, five, five. <laughs> yeah. So the last phone? thing we want to ask you guys is if you have any kind of final words, any kind of uh, things you'd like to bestow upon the audience, or any things you'd like to tell people about uh, Rad Summit. I don't know. I I. The only thing I keep thinking about recently is like we got two people signed up from Norway and I can't believe it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. We've got two people flying in from Norway to go to this thing. Like that's, yeah. that's freaking incredible. Like I love it. So yeah. are they new people or have they been to they're the new, last one? They're new people. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you have any returning people yet? Do you, that you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. We, we actually just had one camper sent up. No joke, I got the notification uh, during this call, so I was watching it come in, which is really cool. Oh, what? I didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> we, usually, we have a Slack channel going. We usually celebrate when that happens. Yeah. Yeah, super That's awesome. awesome. Uh, I love that. Yeah, I, I think uh, my final thought would be, you know, we'd love to come, love for you to come to Rad Summit, of course, um, but I don't know. Think about in your own life how you can navigate the unknown and uh, what tools you might have already to, to do that. Um, we really want to make sure that people come not feeling like they lack something, but they can provide something to the rest of the people at camp. Oh, love that. Wow. I just almost started crying. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> not even at camp yet. We'll get there. There'll be a lot of crying at camp. Well, thank you guys. Really appreciate it. Chris, Yeah. man, Jeff, thank you so much for being oh, on the show. Thanks yeah. for having thank us. Chris, the Wi-Fi Hey, it's actually not even Wi-Fi. I'm on cell at this point. Oh, we got to work. Yeah, he had to go to the cell. Remember, yeah. everyone, to uh, go to it's radsummit.co. That's R-A-D-S-U-M-M-I-T dot C-O. And use the code to get $100 off Thunder Friends. Would appreciate yep. that. And uh, please go to our channel, subscribe. And thank you, everybody, for watching. Really appreciate it. And Chris, Jeff, thank you so much again. Brian, Frederick, <laughs> thank you so much, man. Thank you guys you. are awesome. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Thanks. See everyone. Take care. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for consuming the Thunder Nerds. We honestly and sincerely appreciate you watching and or listening to the show. Please subscribe on YouTube and iTunes. Write us a review. Kick a few stars our way. And above all else, please remember to send your favorite book suggestions to Brian Hinton. I I like romance novels. They have happy endings.
I should have known the Terrator didn't mean us any harm when the Sword of Omens didn't obey me. And anyway, it was just plain stupid to assume it might be bad. Just <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck am I talking about?